Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Berries and cream, berries and cream, I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream, I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. Welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Dina? I am so good that berries and cream is trending on TikTok. Every time I hear that audio, it makes me smile. It makes me laugh. It's very strange. I think (laughs) you're more on berries and cream TikTok than I was or am still. And I still don't quite understand it. But that's what we're here for. We're going to explain it to everyone. We are. And it showed up on my For You page and I was like, where is this song coming from? It like made me rock my brain. So I did some digging and then I remembered the Starburst commercial. I remember like thinking how ridiculous was the Starburst commercial when it first came out? Like, do you remember seeing it, Melissa? I really don't which is strange because all i did was watch tv what what year did the commercial come out let's play the know your meme explainer video and it gets into everything about this trend and this audio berries and cream also known as the little lad dance is a song from a 2007 starburst commercial that went viral upon its release and has seen a resurgence in popularity due to a new tiktok trend the original commercial aired in March 2007 and features Little Lad, who sings in order to inform the audience of the new Starburst flavor, Berries and Cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Over the late 2000s, YouTubers posted various remixes and mashups of the original commercial, but the video began to fade into obscurity over the years. The berries and cream sound was first used on TikTok by podcaster Justin McElroy on January 12, 2021, who requested that others create original content using the sound. Not many people took him up on it until late July 2021, when a user made a video using the sound bite and it went viral. On August 10th, TikToker Yazworld posted the earliest recorded example of the dance to refer to an outdated archaic form of fashion. Many other TikTokers followed suit, pairing the sound with captions about questionable school uniforms, problematic outfits, and unseemly haircuts. Bobs and bowl cuts in particular are featured since they resemble the little lad's hair from the original commercial. Jack Ferrer, the actor who played little lad in the commercial, created a TikTok account and character in response to the trend. Over 149,000 videos have been posted using the berries and cream sound demonstrating how quickly trends can jump from deep talk to mainstream TikTok. So once again, Know Your Meme explains things much better than me and Melissa can. But 2007, you know, you were definitely watching a lot of TV then. You were your freshman year of college then. I was, no, it was my senior year of high school. So, oh, did I start college? Yeah, I would have started college. Yeah, freshman in college. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Well, depending exactly when the commercial came out, I was either finishing high school or starting college, right? Right. So yeah, either way, I would have been watching a lot of TV. I feel like this would have been shown on like Adult Swim or Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, which was essentially all I watched at the time. So I am 
shocked. Like, the vibe does feel like something, yeah, that would have been on the air at that time. Like, there was just such weird, nonsensical candy commercials, like, Mm -hmm. when we were teenagers. So I'm not, like, shocked by it, but I don't remember it at the same time. And this is a time when memes were sort of first starting. And I mean, not really, like, first starting, but it was when the internet as we know it was evolving so rapidly. So the fact that it was huge, huge on YouTube, and then it kind of went into this obscurity. And now it took all these years later for TikTok to make it huge. And what I love so much is the original actor is on TikTok and now has this mass following as his little lad character. Like, what world are we living in that the little lad character is making a killing on TikTok because of a commercial from 2007? I'm just confused still at the concept. Like, what about berries and cream evokes a little lad from, like, mid-century, right? Like, are berries and cream, like, a medieval delicacy? Is that the idea? No, I think it's just a jingle that makes no sense. And that's why it gets ingrained in your head so much. Like when I tell you, like, I probably hear in my head the berries and cream song like 20 times a day now because it makes no sense. And I think that's maybe the beauty of it. I guess it's like the Reese's Puffs commercial. Like me and my brother used to sing that. And that was trending on TikTok a while ago, too. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. But at least with that, they were trying. It was like Puff Daddy was really big at the time. Like they were trying to like (laughs) and like, you know, reflect this world of like hip hop to get like hype for Reese's Puffs. But I just like do not at all follow the logic of Berries and Cream, Little Lad. Okay, here's what I'm thinking is basically the commercial is like these two and they sort of look like stoner teenagers eating Starburst and looking at this little lad. So could it be that maybe we don't understand it because we're not like a huge part of stoner culture, but maybe the whole point is, is like if you have Starburst, you're like, you know, your mind is is growing and you have this like magical experience of seeing a little lad. Okay, that's a stretch. (laughs) That's a big stretch, Dina. But there was actually a girl, so I saw this other video of this girl. Her handle's at Greer Hilta Biddle. And she said she works at an ad agency and she works with the guy who created this ad. So she was like, I'll take questions for you. So we have a lot of questions, essentially. I work at an advertising agency in New York City, and I have been getting lunch for a man for the past two years. This man, I have come to find out as of today, is the genius behind Berries and Cream. That's right. He wrote the commercial Berries and Cream. If you'd like to ask him a question, I will be interviewing him next week. If any question regarding Berries and or cream signing off this is Greer Hiltabital I don't know what my life is yeah we gotta get to her or we we have to get to this guy who created it we do have a lot of questions for who I think is a genius and I think is a disturbed (laughs) man (laughs) 
That brings us to the next video, which has to do with basically people are now saying if you're on berries and cream TikTok, you have a mental health issue. The handle is at therapy underscore thoughts. If you have been stuck on berries and cream TikTok, your furry page just sent you a therapist. Hi. Come follow to check out tips to get off berries and cream TikTok and come get mental health help because you need it. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a fair jump. It's like how sometimes I'll listen to the Glee station on my Pandora and they'll often play like Taylor Swift and John Mayer. And I'm like, that's fair. Like if I'm listening to Glee, I also probably like Taylor Swift and John Mayer. And I feel like similarly, if you're on Berries and Cream TikTok, you also probably need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is my call to needing to therapy. Maybe I need to contact at therapy underscore thoughts and make an appointment because clearly I'm on Berries and Cream TikTok. So therefore, (laughs) um, my mental health is severely unwell. Right. I... Saw So I haven't been on Berries and Cream TikTok, really. The one video that did show up on my For You page was a remix with Berries and Cream and DMX. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm the little lad who loves berries and cream. The video was just a guy dancing and he was captioning things about like how capitalism is greed and our country is just like terrible, which is very typical for my For You page. So I think that's why it showed up on my For You page. It was more about just like universal healthcare and like why we should tax the rich. And I was like, oh, okay, this is just a sort of typical video for my For You page. And I didn't. I didn't even realize the song was like berries and cream. And then you started sending me more stuff. And I was like, wait, is this a trend? Like what's going (laughs) on here? And I've seen some other remixes too. So it's like not just DMX. There's been a bunch of other weird remixes with other songs that berries and cream is getting attached to. This DMX remix is so good though. So with berries and cream, what's been coming up on my For You page are just really silly things that people do to the audio. So there's one video where there's a Oddfellows ice cream and a Barry's boot camp next to each other in a parking lot. And the camera just pans to Barry's and then cream, the ice cream store, to the beat of berries and cream. It's genius. I love that. That's genius. And by the way, at the real little lad on TikTok, who's the actual actor from the Starburst commercial, has 1.7 million followers on TikTok. Good for him. I saw one girl said that the little lad from that commercial was her professor now. So I don't (laughs) know if we know. I mean, who knows the validity of that? I don't know. Maybe he is a professor now, though. He could be. That would be great. All right, moving on to another trend. We have someone who's a New York TikToker. Her name's Victoria Paris. 
I had never seen her. She has this huge following, over a million followers. But what came across my For You page was someone explaining this article about her and a trending hashtag that's been going on on TikTok that is Victoria Paris blocked me. So here's the video from at Fluently Forward explaining Victoria Paris a little bit. So like everyone else in New York City, I heard of the Victoria Paris blocked me hashtag and I was like, what's going on? Who is this chick? And I decided to do a little bit of research about her, not through like TikTok comments because I know how people can be on here, but I went over to Google to find out about her and I read the cut article that came out about her and I really, really want to talk about it because it's not, it doesn't put her in the best light. So this is the title of the article, Chasing Boys with TikTok Princess Victoria Paris on an Influencer-Packed Rooftop in Bushwick. Off to a good start. And I think this is a picture from, like, the party that they went to. Now, I have to say, whoever the author is, they do a great job of writing the story. You're, like, hooked immediately. So from the very first sentence, Victoria Paris probably wouldn't be famous if not for the boredom of the pandemic and, of course, without her wanting it so much. So it talks a little bit about her history. She used to be a former Equinox trainer. I didn't know, well, I didn't know anything about her. Anyway, and then she used TikTok to advertise her Depop store, and now she's got a million followers, the Victorians. The author keeps it pretty real, describing her as strangely transfixing, if also sometimes annoying every girl, which I feel like, after just watching a few of her TikTok videos, I, I feel like she summed it up in those sentences. She also shares her thoughts on being an influencer here, saying, I never wanted to be an influencer. I think it's dumb. At the end of the day, I want to be free. If this is a means to the end, then so be it. So I thought that was interesting, too. I think we're all kind of fascinated with influencers. I just think of my corporate job and this attitude. If I was like, I hate my job. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. That being said, promote me because I'm the best at it. But I don't know why I'm comparing influencers to an actual job because it's, it's so, so different. Okay, so then the author goes out for a night on the town with Victoria, and this is where it gets very, very fun. So Victoria says that she's the most hated person on the internet, and this person's like, I'm not sure why she said that. Was it a narcissistic humble brag? And her phone, the wallpaper, is fan art of herself, okay? Then the author says, she says nearly 30 people recognize her every day, and the author was like, oh, okay, so you keep count? And then I thought this was pretty funny. Girls try to cancel her for being anti-Semitic, but she's Jewish. I have to admit, people on TikTok are crazy. She admits that she reads all of her comments, uh, probably hence this blocking hashtag. She's bored at the party. She wants to move on. She steals cereal from the pantry. They move on. Her friends want to go get a dollar slice of pizza. She doesn't wait for anyone and they have to catch up to her. She screams that people are wearing bathing suits in the subway and the city is healing. They get to a party. She climbs on top to this like ledge and talks about how all the guys at the party like her and she likes to be above them. Talks about how she wants a boyfriend or how she wants to kiss somebody in a hammock. And ends the night by shouting to the host, Yo Necesito Tacos. She hisses at the host. It's a fascinating article. I suggest you read the whole thing. I'm curious what she thinks about it. So yeah, I have heard nothing of Victoria Paris. Unfortunately, I think TikTok knows I don't live in New York, even though I try very hard to still pretend I do. But I didn't see any of these. So this video was a good intro for me. I felt like I understood everything. She's a fairly typical influencer at this point who lives a very fake 
seeming life. And I thought the comments were really funny on this video. Everyone was saying, like, the writer of this article clearly hated her. (laughs) And I think that was very funny. So it's a funny, like, comment on these influencers. So you say she lives a fake seeming life. But really, she's trying to live a, like, anti-influencer life, I would say, is her persona. So it's really interesting what her persona is, because basically she is an influencer, but she thinks being an influencer is stupid, but she's going to ride the wave. So, you know, I don't know what to think about her, really. But she's trending because she admits to reading all the comments on her TikTok videos. And if you say anything remotely negative so like melissa the fact that you just said she's a fake influencer like you would (laughs) be like she's you know she'll probably put an axe on our podcast she'll be like blocked whatever can't listen to us yeah so people have realized that you know if you say something that and any little way will bother her she thinks is negative you get blocked so it's this game now of people commenting on her videos wanting to get blocked to see what will get her to block you and at Susanna Joffe has a funny video of her trying to get blocked by Victoria Paris okay I don't know what Victoria Paris is until a few days ago I've seen like so many slander videos about Victoria Paris on my free page and I asked her roommate I was like who is this girl she seems like so sweet whatever she was like no she literally blocks anyone who says like anything disagree with her and I was like no way so I was like let me see if I can get blocked because I was like there's literally no way that she like actually like will block anyone who says anything disagree with her so this is what I commented. I said, why'd you yell at that girl for fangirl like overloading your old apartment? She seems so sweet and genuine. And I was like, that isn't even like a hate comment at all. Like it's not. So I was like, I was really putting, I was really putting her to the test. Um, yeah. So she did block me. <laughs> this is me. Oh, my roommate. Victoria Paris blocked me. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, th- again, this video was a great explainer too. It clued me into the whole situation why Victoria Paris blocked me was trending. So now I get it. Like, yeah, it's seemingly innocuous or relatively innocuous comments, but she's just like, oh, blocked. You're blocked. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like a funny game. I feel like maybe we should try to get blocked by Victoria Paris just for fun. Yeah, but I actually love the people who you know, try to get blocked, but are kind of in on the joke. And at this point, she's in on the joke, too. So a lot of times, I think she has a good enough sense of humor to, you know, take this as far as she can. And it is getting her eyeballs and it is feeding to her influencer lifestyle and status. So it's really like, you know, the jokes on us and Victoria Paris, I think this is actually really cool. Like this is like, an interesting way to get people to talk about you that's true you're actually totally true in a world where like any sort of tags or comments are gonna boost your post like it doesn't matter if they're bad it's interesting all right melissa you want to introduce the next topic because this was this is basically you in a nutshell yeah (laughs) this next trending audio is very near and dear to my heart it talks about Hot soup girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love soup. 
soup girls are the most popular girls in the chicken coop. I love you. You love me. We love soup. La di da. La di da. Soup queens. La di da. Soup queens are soup fiends, and soup fiends get the greens. Mm-hmm. Could so eat better myself. So eat your soup, and you'll be cool. So this creator at Fish Dress was just eating soup with her friend at a restaurant, made up this little jingle, and I feel like she's really opened the world to soup girls like me, and there's so many other soup girls on TikTok who have just gravitated to this audio, and they're just taking images and videos of themselves and their friends eating soup, and it's like hot soup girl fall we love it i think i'm more for fat girl fall you know it was hot girl summer i'm all here for like get a sweater bundle up your rolls and like i'm here for that fall soup girl fall is for you (laughs) i'll do fat girl fall for me (laughs) that's fine look we each have our things I mean, frankly, I eat soup year-round. Like, it'll be 90 degrees outside, and I will order the soup. You betcha. But it's much nicer in the fall, and they have more options in the fall for soup. I love soup so much. I used to go to Hale and Hardy every day for lunch. One of the best days of my life, I went to Hale and Hardy, and they were almost closing. And the lady had already closed out the register, and she was like, just take the soup for free. And I was like, oh my God, are you serious? And I ran all the way back to work. And as soon as I got back to work, I screamed, guys, I just got this soup for free. It was one of the best days of my life. A lot of best days of your life revolve around getting free food. I've been with you on multiple occasions where you've gotten free food. And this just reminds me the one time you got free cupcakes because you had band-aids all over your hands from sticking your hand in a draw full of razors, which like I don't know why you had a draw full of razors, but the person at the the cupcake store, what was it, the place in the East Village? Butter Lane. Butter Lane. Oh yeah, she. You got free cupcakes then, and your bad day turned into the best day ever. It was the best. They felt bad for me. They were like, "What's wrong with your hand?" I said I stuck it into a bag of razors, and they said, "Oh, well, just take the cupcake. It was one of the best things that ever happened to me." <laughs> Really shocking that you're not on <laughs> berries and cream TikTok for mental health purposes. That's true. That's true. I'm just as shocked. I'm on Soup Girl TikTok. Yeah, but I was, I think I sent you the Soup Girl TikTok video. I'm sure you've been getting them too, but. Uh, several people have sent me the Soup Girl <laughs> yeah. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of that. This next audio uses an excerpt from RuPaul's Drag Race. It was uploaded by at brandons.sounds, and it asks, am I the drama? Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. So there's been some funny videos uploaded using this audio where people are sort of innocently asking, you know, is it me? Is it something I did? So I really like this one by at Des Bailey TV. In the caption, he writes, when the whole neighborhood is exhausted after trying to catch you, and it's him trying to catch his very cute dog, 
and it's very wholesome yeah i love dog tiktok obviously there's another one i really liked from at miss.serpy and she's a teacher and so she wrote when you sit a student next to their middle school crush causing the drama i love it yeah i feel like if i was a middle school teacher i'd want to cause that little drama too just for sheer entertainment purposes it's low stakes you know no one's gonna get hurt but if i would want to be entertained so i get it absolutely no i fully support this i would do it too i wish somebody would have sat me next to my crush in middle school i mean i would have had diarrhea every day sitting next to them (laughs) would have actually been a pretty traumatic experience for me (laughs) but would have been nice yeah it's probably better off that no teacher set any of us near a a middle school crush the next song trend is really great because i love this song the song i listened to it like 10 years ago and then at sarah cothran posted a beautiful version of it it's grace kelly the original was by mika and sarah cothran posted her version on july 26th and the trend is basically every time the octave gets higher and higher, the story in cap told in captions escalates and escalates. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. Yeah, it's similar to the Bad Romance audio from Lady Gaga. This was trending, I don't know, several months ago at least. And it was the same thing where a singer just kept going higher an octave singing, la da 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 you know, Bad Romance. I won't try to sing it. But yeah, it was another trend and it was the same thing as people would use that audio to tell stories that just kept heightening and heightening and heightening and it's a pretty long audio too so you can tell these pretty elaborate stories that have a lot of twists and turns which are of course just like enthralling to watch in a 60 second tiktok video yeah we see time and time again any audio that kind of escalates and escalates it's a good tool for storytelling and some of the greatest tiktoks are through these through these trends and one of my favorite is by at Tinks. Now, I'm a big Tinks fan. Watch all of her Instagram stories and TikToks. Um, but she does this trend in a really funny way with a funny story. So Tinks's story is, Started dating this guy in college, but I wouldn't call him my boyfriend after nine months. He said if I didn't show him some emotion soon, he would dump me and I didn't want to lose him. So I thought to myself, emotional people love candles. I know I'll show him that I care about him with some candles. So I biked to CVS and bought a bunch of vanilla Yankee candles. My friends were like, whatever you do, don't burn down our sorority tanks. 
So I set up all the candles right next to the window next to my bed, and it looks like I was about to perform human sacrifice. I drank a bottle of wine and invited him over late one night. He thought it was romantic, and we drank more wine. Things started to get going, lol, and in my Merlot haze, I started to hear a beeping sound. I looked behind him and realized that my bed was on fire. I dismounted and immediately started hitting the pillows together to try and get the fire out. By some absolute miracle, I was able to get the fire out. The door swung open and my entire sorority was standing in the doorway like, what the fuck? The last thing I remember was them pointing at my hand and I looked down and it was all burned. The guy drove me to the hospital and I ended up having to get skin grafts and spend a week in the burn unit. As they shot me up with morphine, apparently I grabbed him and said, okay, you can be my boyfriend. And he said, I've been your boyfriend for a long time. So that was the story. It was a great, great story with that use of audio. I literally, like, I gasped, I smiled, I laughed. It had everything. Twists and turns, yeah. That was beautiful. I liked this other one. Here, I'll read it as another example from at Girl Talk with Jess. My mom went to college in 1980 and roomed with a bunch of random girls. In 1999, my parents moved us to Kansas near one of those random roommates. We spent time with them a couple of times a year, grew up with their kids, had fun. In college, my brother started dating one of the roommate's daughters. They fell in love and got engaged. My sister went with my brother to buy a wedding suit. She fell in love with the suit salesman and got engaged. I met the suit salesman's best friend before the wedding and fell in love with him. Now we are all married with eight kids between us thanks to my mom going to college and rooming with random girls. I love this story because this one starts off and you don't know how it's going to end at all, similar to a lot of the other ones, but all the comments are really great because they all are just like, wow, wasn't expecting that. It's sort of, you know, a happy ending. This video has been viewed 3.6 million times, and I think a lot of that has to do with the comments because no one knows how the story is going to end. So the TikTok comments are such a great part of this TikTok. Yeah. Some of the comments that these were what went through my head too. Someone said, please, I thought the mom was going to end up fruity. (laughs) I also (laughs) thought for sure the mom was just going to end up falling in love with like her roommates. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's like, again, my side of TikTok. Um, And then somebody else, another side of my TikTok said, why did I expect some sort of murder scandal? (laughs) That's exactly what I thought too. I thought for sure roommates were going to be murdered without a doubt. There's a lot of sweet comments, too, that just say, like, this is proof that everything happens for a reason. I love that, too. Yeah, a lot of comments. The murder ones are just funny. Someone wrote, I need to stop watching true crime docs because I thought one of the roommates was going to be a serial killer. Another comment was, this is the first happy vid I came across with this audio. It's always tragic and lots of drama. That's true. A lot of people use this audio to tell really like sad or tragic stories which I think is why on this one a lot of the comments were just like wow that wasn't how I expected it to turn out because it turned out nice yeah it's it's sad that we're all assuming everything's gonna end in (laughs) murder at this point but exactly this was nice all right lastly we have a food trend for you at Rod our favorite uh, millennial tiktoker does a really funny bit explaining this food trend that was started by at Emily Mariko. 
Okay, so she takes a piece of leftover salmon, puts it on a plate, and she gets in there with a fork, and she just flakes it up. She flakes it up and takes a big hunk of leftover rice, everything's leftovers, puts it on top of the salmon, and then this is what blows my mind. I do not understand this. She takes an ice cube, puts it on top of the rice, takes a piece of parchment paper, puts it on top of the ice in the rice, puts it in the microwave, all right? Takes it out of the microwave. Everything's hot, but the ice cube is still there. I don't understand it, but apparently there's some, like, wiggle technology in the microwave that happens. But she mixes that all together, and then she takes a sriracha and a very special mayonnaise that I need to find. And I don't even like mayonnaise, but this looks amazing. Mixes that all together, then cuts up the most perfect avocado, because, of course, she's perfect. Puts it on top of everything, takes a piece of seaweed, and uses that as a vessel with her chopsticks to grab all that, puts it in her mouth, and it's a spicy salmon roll. Yeah, this is another food video that's just mesmerizing to watch. Highly recommend you guys go watch this video. Rod explains it as well as you could with audio, but it's just TikTok has this way of making just really quirky, like, food hacks. It's stuff I've never seen before, and I'm just constantly in awe. And of course, I'm always like, oh, I can make that. I can, but this really looks like I could make it. It does. The ice cubes genuinely scares me that it just stays intact. Like, I feel like I would put that in my microwave and I would get blown up or something. Like, something, like, horrible would go wrong. Like, I'm too afraid to try it. I just can't. What is the purpose of the ice cube, though? Do we actually know? Is it... Why is it there? What is it doing? I don't know. We need to uh, call a food scientist because <laughs> I have no idea what it is doing. I really wasn't sure. Maybe it we've looks been microwaving good. wrong the whole time. Maybe you're supposed to put ice cubes in the microwave. You know what? I'd be scared for someone to accidentally cover it, this thing in like tinfoil instead of parchment paper. Like that's something I would do and then I would just blow my whole apartment up. Yeah. I once, I've I done once, that. Yeah. Like I once put a... I, I, I confused the toaster oven in the microwave. I once put like a mug in the toaster oven <laughs> and started a fire. What? I can't be trusted. Yeah, I once started a fire. I think I put bacon in the toaster, which I would have thought you'd be able to, yeah, but something like about oven. the grease, it caught uh, on fire. I mean, I was very young when I when I did the mug incident. I've learned I was since then. In college. <laughs> I also recently put like leftovers in the microwave and it was like a brown box, so I thought it was just like paper. But there must have been some sort of covering on it because it started smoking and it like burned in the microwave. It was pretty scary. I did that at age 32. <laughs> of course. Well, I'm glad we're still alive and safe because clearly Somehow. we don't even know how to use appliances. Somehow we're still here. Yeah. But TikTok is teaching us many things. But some things I just know are best not to try and best just to watch on the talk. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode 66. This was an exciting week. We got uh, featured on Spotify Podcasts. So thank you to Spotify Podcasts. And please visit our blog, tooldfortiktok.com, number two, the number four. Follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.